<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. You may know me from Bravo TV's Family Karma and, of course, social media. I grew up in a very conservative Indian family, but I have always forged my own path and live life on my own terms. I recently left my successful career in New York City and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Join me as I spill the chai on my own cringeworthy personal life experiences every Thursday, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi there, I'm Aliyah Kamalova with teammate Kayleen Holden. Welcome to The Female, a podcast from Career Contessa that delivers helpful, actionable career tips and advice so that you can be more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. A couple of weeks ago, we made a post on Career Contessa's Instagram about some of our least favorite workplace jargon. Turns out a lot of you had very strong feelings about other workplace jargon that annoyed you. We read through so many funny and frustrating phrases that we were inspired to turn it into a podcast episode. That's why on today's episode, we are going to talk about corporate workplace jargon, the phrases that you may constantly hear at your workplace. We are going to break down the meaning of 10 phrases and provide you with some alternatives of what you could say. And now this is The Females. Okay, so first off, why do you think workplace jargon is a thing? <laughs> and why does it feel so universal in corporate America specifically? I think personally, it is a way for people to speak in code a little bit to feel that mm -hmm. they know something. They're in the know. It's like a self-importance thing, I think, at, at its basic level. Because like many of the commenters said, it's just just say say the thing. We have perfectly good words for that. Why are, why are we making up new phrases? It's, yeah. it's, it's silly and it's very transparent, I think. What, what about you? I think it's like, it makes sense. Like, I feel like <laughs> jargon came from like, oh, this is like medical terms. Like this is like really specific terms that you need to know for your industry. That's like, I don't know, a specific field that like there is no other word for it. But it has been kind of diluted to this, like office culture where it's like, we're not even talking about anything specific right now. Like it is just like another word for see you later. 
or like, you know, it seems so unnecessary. And it's funny because the at least what we've seen about workplace jargon, it's usually brought up in a feeling of frustration. Like no one really enjoys it, but they just kind of tolerate it. <laughs> but it is definitely like an exclusion thing. It's like, oh, I'm, this is how we talk here. <laughs> how we talk here at a whatever startup. Well, I will say it does feel like it was popularized by like startup world. Yeah, definitely. That's where it became just really intense. And I do feel like a lot of the common threads in some of these comments we got that we'll start to talk about, it was people saying this very kind sounding phrase that's really uh, just a mask for just wanting to basically scream in someone's face or be like, like, yeah, how are you so stupid? Like, how are you not getting this? But in very friendly terms where I don't know if it's like the East Coast or me, but but I would much prefer someone to just not beat around the bush and just be like, not that was stupid, but that, so that doesn't words. work. Here's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was stupid works for me personally, mm-hmm. but <laughs> maybe not everyone. <laughs> yeah. So. Coming up, we will share some of the most annoying business jargon that we should all probably stop using. The world is obsessed with remote work. We've talked about this on our podcast before. More and more people are creating their dream lives to live and work wherever they choose. But for many employers, this makes it almost impossible to offer benefits like health insurance to their whole team. As more companies embrace the advantage of hiring global talent, they are realizing that benefits are still very localized and constrained by national borders. That's where our sponsor, Safety Wing, comes in. Safety Wing has solved this problem for remote teams by creating the first global health insurance. Safety Wing is on a mission to fix the problem of remote employee benefits by offering borderless benefits for remote and distributed teams. Safety Wing's remote health insurance works in any country whether you live there or are just visiting. They have a fully equipped health insurance that works for all of your global employees, so it is built for a truly global workforce. Plus, the great thing about SafetyWing is that you can add anyone affiliated with your company to one simple plan that gets cheaper as you scale. With SafetyWing, you have the ability to customize your policy to make it perfect for your team. Remote health insurance works globally so you can hire the best talent in the world. Safety Wings Remote Health allows companies to offer equal benefits to the whole team, no matter where they live or are located. Your team is global. Their benefits should be global too. Go to safetywing.com slash remote health to learn more. That's safetywing.com slash remote health. So our first workplace jargon phrase is let's circle back. So... This one's pretty common. And I think it means like, no, I know it means let's get back to this thing (laughs) later. And I think an alternative could be setting a specific date or time to address whatever needs addressing. Because I think one of the worst aspects of the phrase, let's circle back, is it's so nebulous. It's so like, okay, yeah, later, bye. And it's just like, okay, when? So I think like by setting specific next steps that will kind of remedy the solution for the let's circle back phenomenon. Yeah, I think it's funny that you use the word nebulous because this this also feels like one that could be used very uh, 
casually and is like completely innocent, but it could also be super nefarious mm-hmm. where someone's just like the person saying it is so frustrated that they're they're like, I can't even I can't do this right now. Let's circle back. And and maybe it even means let's let's just not. Yeah. Um, so if you're not setting that time and place and, and date, you're kind of like, well, what happened? Well, yeah. that struck a chord or something. Or why are we not dealing with this? I do think that the context of this phrase matters a lot because I will say if someone emails me like a follow up and is like, oh, I'm circling back on this. I'm like, OK, that's fine. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I don't know. That doesn't really bother me as much as when it's used in person. <laughs> like yeah. when someone says it out loud to you. Yeah, absolutely. So our second phrase is help me understand this better or let's unpack this. And to me, this means what are you talking about? I have yeah. no idea what you're saying. And I'm losing my patience <laughs> again. <laughs> all of these all of these do have context. But this one feels like so overcorrecting to be polite that it feels like it comes from real frustration. Mm-hmm. I think a great solution to this one, like an alternative would be to say something that's like repeat like what you understand or like what you think the intention is like so you're saying that we need to submit this by Thursday is that correct so it's more like this is like what I honestly think is happening am I right or wrong in this scenario rather than and also it like shows that you're actually listening to someone um, and have paid attention to them but yeah the help me understand this better or let's unpack to me is like well, you're just telling me to unpack this for you. You're not, we're not doing this together. It's very much a, like, I'm a preschooler now and you're like trying to get to a point where I don't throw a tantrum. <laughs> how are we feeling? Yeah, Why are let's we talk about how we're feeling. And it's like, okay, you start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our third phrase is, I'm going to let you drive that bus, which basically means, I'm not taking this on, but good luck. Peace out. See you later. And this is just so unhelpful. I think just a simple, how can I help? Or let me know if you have any questions. Or if you really can't take on the extra workload, just be honest about it and say that you can't. But this is such a like, I don't care about you (laughs) phrase. Yeah, this one's, this was, I would say just straight up rude. I'm going to let you drive that bus. (laughs) That just feels like, what? A bus. I love too. that it's also acknowledging that bus is like a huge thing. It's like, not only am I leaving you with a problem, it's like a really big problem. And so have fun. <laughs> which brings us to our fourth phrase, which is um, let's table this, which is slightly more direct than let's circle back because I do feel like, well, no, maybe it either is or isn't. Because this is one I think that is, it can be left up for uh, interpretation because let's table this either means like, Let's let's not ever touch this again or let's put this on this table over here for now. So this is one where it's just like a clarity problem. It's are, are we are we trashing this or do we want to just circle back to this later? Uh, mm-hmm. So just this is just one where it's it's say what you mean, because this can mean so many things. Yeah, I think like specifying again, like let's handle that whenever we're done with this project or like once this is submitted to this. So that way there's like a timeline and you, yeah, like you said, you know, whether this is a let's table this or it's a let's trash this Mm -hmm. instead. Um, Our fifth phrase is if I'm being honest and then insert honest opinion, this one, there's no need to qualify your opinion or thought on this. Like you should always just be honest 
and get to the point of what you want to say. This kind of, to me, relates to like, I don't know, a type of weak language, maybe. Maybe it shows like a sense of hesitancy or you know that someone's going to disagree with what you're about to say. Or alternatively, it's like, I don't know, someone just kind of being a little bit passive aggressive. Yeah, I think just saying, just removing that phrase instead of having an alternative to it would be the best option. Yeah, to me, uh, when I hear the word honest or honestly, if it comes up Mm -hmm. like halfway through a conversation, I'm like, okay, so have we been being dishonest (laughs) up until now? Or, Or when someone says honestly, I'm like, here comes the lie. I kind of equate this to, you know, when someone gets out of plans or something last minute and they'll send you like the longest text message ever. I'm like, that to me signifies a lie. This is completely unrelated. Mm-hmm. But it's just, again, <laughs> it's it's the, it's it's going through these gymnastics to just, just say a thing that you can say and it just be done. But honestly, and that happens a lot in conversation too. I, I, I hate that. I do think I say it sometimes. So I should. I think also it's like, usually it would be a scenario in which you're giving feedback or perhaps like, you know, good or bad criticism, which also doesn't need like a qualifier because then it's like, just give really constructive feedback if you're in that position to do so. And we have a whole a whole online course about this. Maybe I'll link it in the show, the Critique Crash Course, which helps you give feedback or receive it in a way that won't have you being like, well, if you really want to know, <laughs> this is what I think about your project. So our sixth phrase is let's hop on a call or let's connect offline. This one, to me, sometimes you have to hop on a call. Uh, Mm -hmm. Again, this is context. I I do. I had a boss that would ask for quick chats sometimes and he would always say, do you want to have a quick chat? And he'd go, it's good. Which as like a young employee that would, uh, (laughs) it would just calm me down immediately because Mm-hmm. Again, context, it could be anything. Hopping on a quick call with your boss can be uh, so, 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 so scary, even if it's nothing. Another a pet peeve of mine is when someone will be in my email inbox and say, let's let's hop on a call. And I'm especially if it's a cold email, I'm like, I have no idea who you are. I don't. There's no agenda I'm, for this yeah, call, I'm not hopping on which doesn't call. seem like it will be quick. <laughs> no. And Let's Connect Offline just has a very like shady feeling I guess just why can't we have this as someone who likes to, you know, leave a paper trail of emails and have everything kind of um, organized. Let's let's connect offline gives me a uh, a sneaky feeling off the record. Mm -hmm. Let's connect off the record. Okay, interesting. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Athleta, a performance lifestyle brand for women committed to unlocking their limitless potential. The guiding principles that drive every design beauty, innovation, and sustainability. Each style is crafted for the unique needs for female bodies in motion. This summer, Athleta is your go-to shorts destination. Distraction-free and ultra lightweight, their shorts are designed so nothing can get in the way of you and your goals. From bike shorts to Bermudas, run shorts to everyday staples, they have your shorts. My personal favorite pair has been the Ultimate Stash Pocket 9-inch short. I love that it has the high waist that's super sleek and comfortable, and they are extremely breathable. I think the fabric is my favorite part. It's super soft. And one of the best parts of these shorts is that they have a pocket in the back where you can stash small things like your key or your credit card while you're on a walk or working out. In honor of short season, Athleta is encouraging us to lead with our legs. 
whatever that looks like for you. Whether it's running a new PR, climbing to new heights, or standing up for what you believe in, let your legs lead you forward. Another pair of my favorite athleta shorts are the Farallon Heathered Shorts. The fabric is so comfortable and I got it in two different colors because they're that comfortable. It has the stretch of a knit with the look of a woven twill. The heathered fabric is so soft, but it gives dimension too. Summer is the time to celebrate the legs that move us forward. Find your new favorite pair of shorts at Athleta and let your legs lead the way. Visit Athleta in stores or online at athleta.com to shop their full range of shorts available in sizes XXS to 3X. Our seventh phrase is, <laughs> we don't want to boil the ocean. And this one I had to look up, which shows that not a good phrase, very inclusive phrase to use, but it means don't overcomplicate your problem solving process. I think the downfall is that like it kind of, like I don't necessarily agree with that. Like when you're solving a problem or or handling some sort of conflict resolution, you shouldn't be so narrow. Like you kind of do need to take into account a lot of factors besides the one problem at hand. So I think this kind of just gives bad advice and is confusing and feels like a filler phrase or word to say when someone's having a real problem. Yeah, this one is that this I think is the dumbest one I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Especially I I I guess I guess I'm plugging. It's happening. We have our problem solving course, uh, critical problem solving, and we talk about problem solving in the workplace. And and often it's this sort of um, approach that prohibits people from getting to the actual root of the problem, so that these problems keep happening and happening and happening. And, and it's a phrase like this. It's like, no, we don't want to boil the ocean. We just basically want to pin it on Frank, you know, mm-hmm. and then we can move on. And and everyone knows Frank's not the problem. It's 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 probably the person who says we want to boil the ocean. Yeah. But problem solving is you have to get closer to boiling the ocean than not, I guess. Our eighth phrase is repeatedly saying right in a meeting or on a call. Uh, I hate this. For me, <laughs> this is like at the top of my list for something that's very annoying at work. I feel like I've told this story on the podcast too, but I used to work in a pretty male office for a short period of time. And I would listen to um, several men in this open office be on the same call. And one would be speaking and the other one would just be going, right, right, right after. And just just to be heard, mm-hmm. just so that the register of his voice was heard on the call and, and for everyone else. It, and it's what are you doing? I just don't I don't understand it. I think it's also a way like if someone's explaining something to you, and you're constantly going, right, right, that you're saying, I already know that that's obvious. Like what you're saying to me, like, get to the point. And then you finish your sentence and they're still like, right, like, OK, <laughs> like, what was the point of you sharing this with me? That's very much the tone Again, this is like the context of like repeatedly saying it when it's not your moment to speak or when it's not your moment to respond even is really, really frustrating. Our ninth phrase is we received pushback from. So this is specifically when men are referencing women and looking for a nice, maybe like meeting friendly way to say this bitch. (laughs) So tone is especially important here as we kind of um, explain in the context. This phrase also puts the blame on one person instead of just explaining why something isn't moving forward. It's just being like, well, everything's halted because of this one person that like is preventing us from doing 
our job, which I will say there are instances in which that is the case. Like, you know, someone who has final approval on something is just not okay with it or wants revisions or whatever. This is possible. But in the context of like, I don't know, everyone teaming up on one person, it's a really frustrating phrase to throw around instead of really explaining the root of the problem. Yeah. Again, this is where it's just trying to put it on one person. Something similar to this is when you bring something back to a, you know, a coworker and you say, well, we, we thought, and it's like, wait, well, who, who is we? Like, you can't just, Mm -hmm. uh, you can't just start (laughs) throwing that out there. That, that makes, I mean, that would, oh, that would give me like palpitations. It just makes you feel like, oh, everyone's against me. and And I don't know. It's just, I mean, I guess the moral of the story for most of these is just say what you think. Obviously, it has to, you know, remain within the realm of appropriate behavior and conduct. But putting these really like friendly labels on unfriendly things that you're doing is. And our 10th and final phrase is something that I know we all love to say. Uh, It's bumping this to the top of your inbox. And this is kind of akin to what I was saying about the um, hopping on a quick call. It's it's the email inbox. Just it never mm-hmm. ends and, and you can never. Um, by the time something is bumped to the top of my inbox, I haven't usually had a chance to read the first. So then I open it and it's a chain of 15 emails from a person I've never met. And, and I understand that everyone has a everyone has a, a thing they're trying to do. And from my end, I do love to help people when I can, when it fits. But if not, and sometimes I do struggle with this, like I would love to answer every email and I feel like I'm being rude when I don't. But at, at what point you have, I don't know, you have your job to do. It's Yeah, I feel like this is just a very unhuman phrase. Like this could be a robot just being like bump and that's it. Just like, oh, okay. Uh, you just need one thing <laughs> from me and okay, uh, which is fine. But I will say sort of like the one A to this, phrase is like, I can't stand when you don't get to an email. And not only have you already gotten the bumping this up to the top of your inbox, but like then a really like, oh, I guess I'm a loser kind of email. And you're like, what? No, like it's been a week. I haven't even been able to respond to you. And it's kind of like, yeah, I guess I'm the idiot now and you're better than me. Mm -hmm. Like, and you're just like, whoa, this is like so much to go from like circling back, bumping this up to like, I guess I don't even matter. It's like, nope, that's not the intention. This is this is becoming more and more common. I get a couple of these and it. It's like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm the asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like so aggressive. I I I was I'm like, I don't even I I I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. It says greetings, sir, and you know, my greeting. It's I, I don't feel that I owe you anything because you found an email address somewhere. Yeah. Somehow that's like the least templated email <laughs> that they write is the one that's making you feel really bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it's really, really frustrating. Aaliyah, I did want to do this earlier, though, but one commenter on Instagram did. She just listed out like 20 of them in a row. Can OK, let's rapid fire through all of these. Okay. <laughs> so this was from um, her uh, name is Gold Love. So she wrote leverage, visibility, quorum, circle back, popcorn praise, roadblocks, leadership, touch base, trending. Referring to work in progress as in flight. Finishing a sentence with is all. Passive aggressive. (laughs) Pivot. Deep dive. Parking lot. Add some color to. What does that look like? Let's be transparent. In my mind, repeatedly saying right when to sound convincing. I'm so excited. Let's talk about our wins. Massive rocks. 
What? <laughs> Let's crush it. Happy hump day. Alignment meeting. What's our scope? A healthy backlog. Skip meetings. Saying in theory to explain something simple. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know. There was a few I had no idea. But alignment meeting sounds... If I was invited to an alignment meeting, Kayleen, if you invited me on a Google calendar <laughs> invite to an alignment meeting, I'd be like, I have no idea. This is going to be the most vague meeting ever. <laughs> We're just sharing what we, why don't, it's a team meeting, right? It'll be like a Zoom where we stretch. Yeah. yeah. And do Pilates or something. <laughs> yeah. We should start taking Surprise. all these really literally. Yeah. These are good. Thank you for, thank you to everyone that submitted these. This gave us a lot of fuel for this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Females. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and you can even share future topics you want us to cover. They really help our show ratings and that means The Females will get recommended more often to new listeners. If you want to improve your interpersonal communication skills, enroll in our online course, Interpersonal Communication 101. In it, you'll learn the 12 crucial interpersonal communication skills that every person needs to succeed and excel at work.